can you sense or can you feel the future? Sorry, it's a little bit loud. But can you... Um, can you sense or feel things that may happen in a future moment? So, what I mean by future is right now is the present in one minute is the future in 10 minutes is the future the future present you're not in that let me let me explain let me explain that a little bit better so future is a measurement of time time is a measurement of energy it's the passage of energy it's an expression or it was originally an expression of the movement of the sun which is the movement of energy the passage of energy So what I'm talking about, can you sense or feel the passage of energy that has not arrived yet? So right now I'm currently experiencing one, uh, the present passage of energy. And so it's, um, let's say, is it possible to sense and feel in the present? Can you sense and feel right now? And sense, sense could mean, could you visualize I won't say can you see because to see might be confused with the eyes and that would be seeing with the eyes would be a visual observation with the eyes but can you visualize can you sense it in however you, whatever way you want to call it, your mind's eye, a dream, a vision. So all dealing with visuals. So can you visualize the passage of energy at some point, at some other present point? Can you sense it now? Can you visualize? Can you visualize it now? 
you can. You can you can look with your eyes and observe. You can close your eyes and sense it without. Maybe without the visual aspects. Maybe you just feel it in terms of um, the energy. Is it hot, cold? Is it? How does it feel physically? In terms of, is the pressure? Is there? Um, does it feel like a light atmosphere or does it feel like a heavy atmosphere? There's all those, all those others, other feelings that are associated with it as well. All right. Yeah, so if you can sense or feel in the present moment, then you've sensed and felt in a past moment. So that should also make it possible to sense or feel a present moment that's not happened yet a future present moment and that would be called seeing the future that's what it would be generally referred to in uh, society seeing or predicting the future but Prediction's not is not based on sense or feel. At least not in the context that it's that it's worded. Predicting the future has got nothing to do with sense or feel. Prediction has nothing to do with sense or feel. Your process of predicting could. But prediction in itself does not imply any type of sense or feel. So why would it be possible? Why would it be possible to... to be able to do that? Well, I think that the... I think the way that we... um, we sense things or we have an attraction to things and I think that attraction is more a um, it's more a pattern you know if somebody does something and they do it often and they do it they do the same things before or after and it becomes a pattern of behavior and that's what 
that's what some people would look for when they're trying to when they're trying to determine something such as trying to determine the future price of a stock or the future price of a cryptocurrency they're going to look at the past the present and then they're going to try and predict the future because they haven't got a sense or a feel for the past or the present so they use facts and logic and information other people's ideas of um, sense and feel and you can see that a lot in the cryptocurrency sphere there's a lot of I guess almost every week you could probably find something to do with Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin. The main, the three main, three main prominent cryptocurrencies. There'll be something about, oh, there's going to be a massive spike. Or, oh, there's an, an impending collapse or drop in price. And both, both are possible. But it just shows that there isn't, there isn't really any there isn't really any uh, consensus. But if you were to take a different approach and not not rely on data, not rely on other people's ideas not rely on just looking at the data of the past and the data of the present and trying to formulate what you think the data is going to look like tomorrow if you actually just got a feel for uh, what is happening what happened like if you look at the human aspect of it forget about the forget about the information because that information is made possible by the humans behaving in a certain way copied behavior if price goes down sell if price goes up buy well it should be the opposite because <laughs> you want to buy when it's cheaper and you want to sell when it's higher so why would you sell when the price is crashing and why would you buy when the price is climbing it's um, it's an expression of of the world we live in. Everything is um, is inverted. Notably, if you look at the prism, sorry, if you look at a prism of light or a rainbow, you'll see the light split into it's. Cons it's uh, constituent colours you'll have red at the top and blue at the bottom or purple at the bottom the um, that represents how we see light we see red first because red has a longer wavelength it's carrying more it can carry more information and it's recognised first blue or purple or white light is a higher frequency it can't travel as far which means you may not see it 
is quickly unless you're right next to the object or the thing. Now, if you take a look around outside, generally, you don't look at anything specific. Look at the sky. If you're in a city, it might be a little bit more difficult because it might be a bit more grey or terracotta or something, you know? But if you're out in a town or, a, or the countryside, you look up, generally, you've got a blue sky. You look at eye level. You've got trees, you've got nature, you've got grass, plants, you've got green. And then you look down, again, depending where you are. I've got um, a grey street, a grey road. Black road in some places. And then below that is the pits of hell or lava. All the uh, all the red stuff that gets spewed out of volcanoes. Now it's not specifically. I'm not. I'm not going to be specific about that. But you get it in general, right? It, we can see from uh, the way the light is being projected in this sphere that we're looking at. This uh, above us. This sky blue then as we get lower green and then as we get lower red or black so my point was to provide you with an example of the inversion that you could look at you could go and observe it yourself. You can see a rainbow, you can see, you can get a prism or like a little crystal triangle or a pyramid and put a beam of light through it and you can see it split. And then you can go outside and look and you can see that, why isn't it a red sky? If that's the color that's seen first, right? Raises a few questions. But anyway, if you're trying to, if you're trying to understand, sense, if you're trying to sense or feel the future, you need to know, you need to know a few things about what's around you. Because if you're just looking at all of this information and all this data that's telling you that the cryptocurrency should be raising in value and it doesn't and so then you change your mind and then you're looking for other data that's trying that is displaying what is happening and you can't find it and then you keep looking and you keep looking and you get stuck in the loop of having all this data and all this information and not really knowing what's happening is because you're looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at something that is driven by human behavior. A system that is driven by how humans react and respond to things. Typically, 
typically with stocks unless you're um unless you very well uh unless you're very well versed in uh, finance and management of money and perhaps knowing what people with lots of money are going to do because aside from all the people that are holding a small percentage of stock you need to know what the people that are holding the large percentage of stock are doing because when they move the stock or they sell it or buy it or do do anything with it that has the same effect as if many small shareholders were doing things so you need to understand you need to understand that who are the who are the big people holding the stocks and who how many small investors are there and then you just need to consider okay what are the things generally that are going to make a lot of investors want to do something typically what's going to make them want to sell and what's going to make them want to buy What's going to make a big investor want to sell? What's going to make a, a big investor want to buy? Like the, these are the simple questions to ask yourself. And they're the simple questions to try and find some answers to. You could sense or feel it just by going outside, having a walk around wherever you live and see how people are spending their money see what people are doing see what their behavior is generally are the shops full are the shops empty are the coffee shops full or are they empty if coffee shops are full or fast food restaurants are full that could indicate that people have maybe a little bit more disposable income so maybe that means that generally wherever you are people are not likely to be digging into the savings or their investments and obviously that isn't a that isn't a clear 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 cut approach getting a good sense and feel for what is going on is what is going to help you because once you've got a sense and once you know how to sense and feel it you just use that for everything and then it just allows you to make better decisions or better predictions or to sense and feel the future because if you know what you know what is happening now and you just keep gathering that information you get a feeling and get a sense of where things may go and things are cyclical there's patterns you could pick up on those patterns 
just in just in doing that just in sensing and feeling things and getting getting to grips with that rather than just relying on information and then once you've got a good feel for patterns in terms of behavior of people I mean look, look at it look at it like this right every year there is Easter Christmas Halloween Black Friday Cyber Monday there are these days and there are school holidays how do you think companies plan it's because they know the patterns and they work around these patterns it drives behavior when are people with kids most likely to go on holiday probably when the kids are off school so you wouldn't try and market holidays for people with kids outside of that you know you're offering you're giving a special offer to fly when it isn't the school holidays it would just be a waste of your your marketing spend but that's how see that this is that isn't really for a company it's not really predicting anything they're not really sensing or feeling anything it's just that they know they know okay yeah that next this year was this like this next year is going to be the same there may be an extra bank holiday or something an extra public holiday but in general it's going to be the same but then a recession hits and then what then what do they do then they have to go back and rethink their marketing campaigns so they're they're relying on they're acting on data they're not really reacting they're not really responding to sense or feel they're responding to data but because they are trying to get you to do something it is something that they would do anyway it is just an adjustment that they have to make it's an adjustment that may cost them may cost them more in order to go back and redo things But it is it's disconnected from sensing and feeling. So ultimately, with things like that, companies, marketing campaigns, they're on the back foot. They're responding and they're hoping things will stay the same. Whereas, to a degree, we can sense and feel the future because we can sense and feel the present we have experience of sensing and feeling the past so we know what it felt like so we can kind of feel when that is coming again
you can feel when those patterns are coming back when they're coming back to the point that you experienced before it's coming back to a point in the cycle that you remember something happened or some kind of feeling or behavior maybe it was um you got fired or you got pay rise I don't know something like that and it may not be it may not be something that is every year but it may be something that's every two years every five years depending on the pattern I know in looking back through my through my life I can see patterns like that where it's a case of um, I wasn't aware of it at the time but I always responded in the same way which thankfully was to my benefit so so, so if you wanted to apply the same concept to anything you just have to get as involved in it as you could but not relying on just purely information because whilst the information can say ah there was a dip there was a dip there was a there was this and that right it doesn't explain why it doesn't give you the sense or the feeling why so it's like going back to stocks because I know this is a simple one to observe you can go and pick any company and you can go and pick the chart and you can pick the five year or whatever the maximum time is and you can just go and look at the dips and it's like you may not not look at why why there was a dip as in what drove the behavior you may look at the price or you might look at the volume the volume being how much was sold or bought how much stock was sold or bought you may look at volatility you may not look at the general economic factors which would be reflected in a way in the um, in the indexes like the FTSE 100 that is kind of an amalgamation of all the top companies how well they're performing kind of gives you an indication of economic performance like very marginal I won't rely on it just just that but if you were just looking at just the information on the chart and just looking at where the dips were and you're like well it's got to be due for one 
if that's all that your sense of feel is based on it's got to be due one there isn't really any sense of feel in it it is just looking at it and saying yeah now I'm sure there's people out there that are very um, they can look at charts they can look at companies and they already have a sense or feel of what's happening because that's the that's what they do right so there could be people that could just look at charts and know how to pick when to buy and sell but if that was true for everyone then everyone would be trading stocks and doing well but a lot of people that trade stocks do it based on emotion it could be based on oh I could make this amount if I put it in at this price and if I sell it at this price but it needs to be um, needs to be more sense based needs to be more felt like if you were wanting to be serious about it because once you start to sense and feel it then going forward you get into that behaviour where it becomes normal and you start to maybe become that person that just knows so so I guess that I guess that's it sorry it was a bit stock focused but that was just the example that came to mind and one that I've experienced and it's one that I'm kind of curious about again could I could I look at stocks again without any of the emotion being allowed into it and could I get to a position where I could sense and feel um, price points like that when to buy and sell based on behaviour based on you know what's happening generally <laughs>